When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. New, new, new information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt, dirt, dirt. Talk show host James Corden. He has been tapped to host the Tony Awards for a second time. This is the 73rd annual installment of the award show. It's going to be presented at Radio City Music Hall in New York City on June 9th. And it will air live on CBS. He's the perfect person for because he's a theater vet. Yes. And he's a triple, quadruple threat, whatever they call it. He can do it all. So this is, he should, he should, he's, and also he's on CBS, which is the yeah. same network. So he should just do it every year. It should just be his, his gig to lose. Right. And he was so good at it actually in 2016 that the Tony Awards, the 70th annual Tony Awards, um, won an Emmy Award for Outstanding yeah. Special Class Program. So wow. what he's better perfect. person to do it? Yes. Yep. Okay. Let's see more on the Lori Laughlin. Uh, scandal, getting her daughter Olivia into USC. Uh, allegedly, whenever she got the news in an email bearing the subject line, congratulations, um, that her, her daughter got into USC, she said, this is wonderful news and put a high five emoji. And then this is all coming out in court documents. Um, and then he replied, this is uh, Mr. Singer, who used to be the head of USC, said, please continue to keep hush hush until March. <gasps> And she Ugh. said, yes, of course. It's just all so Gross. creepy, you know. And Ugh. it all comes out when you have to go to court. They dig yep. into everything, don't yes, they? Yes, they do. Yes. Yuck. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Sesame Street asked which character would be best to be stuck on a deserted island with. Grover, Oscar, Cookie Monster, or Elmo? They got some interesting answers, including people who picked Elmo because he'd be the easiest to kill and eat. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dumbest. Oh. Well, taking the dark road. Oh my god! Disgusting. Oh my gosh! I I think Grover would be great because he has so much energy, and he'd be willing to help, and we just work it out together. (laughs) That's so because you're kind of like Grover, Uh, Jason. Who would you pick, (laughs) Grover, Oscar, Cookie Monster, or Elmo? Mr. Snuffleupagus. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Oscar for me. I know that's not me. a choice, but no, Oscar probably. Uh, he, no, he's gross. I'm not eating Oscar. He's a grouch. But he does have a lot of things in his can that you might be able to use, you know? Oh, you can upcycle that stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. Hmm. All right. On TV tonight, um, we have the series premiere of something called The Act on Hulu. It's a true crime anthology. It's the first season stars Joey King as Gypsy Blanchard, who resorted to murder to escape her abusive, overprotective mother. This happened in Springfield, Missouri, my hometown. So I'm very, I met this woman and her daughter through Children's Miracle Network. So that's, uh, that's, 
going to be brought to life on Hulu by Patricia Arquette, isn't it? We also have Empire Riverdale on tonight. Uh, and then, Jason, you'll like this, Buble is on NBC. I saw that. Yes. Seriously, I saw it. I, I'm very excited. He, he's a, the perfect guy for a network special, yeah, old-timey network special. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Okay, appreciate the info. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Be back in an hour. Okay. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Sashay away. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 and streaming. If you can't get to a radio, we understand we're streaming all over the place. I mean, this, we're making a huge mess all over the place <laughs> on our fabulous app. Take us anywhere. And you can stream us too on an old fashioned computer device at mytalk1071.com. Don't forget tomorrow is a fun day. It's bids for kids day. Each show us, Donna and Steve, Colleen and Bradley and three to six will be auctioning off. Um, kind of events and experiences that you can only find here. Like one of them is to spend the evening with Alexis crafting at Southern Lights. Yeah. Um, so, we have cocktails too. Mm-hmm. So that's tomorrow on a special edition of our show. But at 6.06, Wendy Williams made a, uh, well, not for uh, some kind of predicted this. Uh, she made an announcement yesterday right kind of in the middle of her show that took some people by surprise that she's been living in a sober house. And that was part of the problem, part of why she's been gone for so long. And I, I got this alert as I was walking out and I'm like, Oh, I, Mm -hmm. you know, all kind of makes sense. Here's, here's the announcement. If you missed it and we'll speak on the other, uh, the other side. Hi, welcome back. So, you know me for being a very open and truthful person, and I've got more to the story for you. The truth, oh. Um, you know, Kevin, Kevin and I have the Hunter Foundation for the Good of the People, and we recently launched our 888-5-HUNTER number for those of you caught up in the struggle of addiction. Well, for some time now, and even today and beyond, I have been living in a sober house. When you see me come to work, glammed up, right after the show, I go across the street, I do my Pilates, I told you two hours a day, I like to take care of my body. And you know I've had a struggle with cocaine in my past, and I never went to a place to get the treatment. I don't know how, except God was sitting on my shoulder and I just stopped. But um, there are people in your family, it might be you, who've been struggling, and I wanted to know more of the story. So this is my autobiographical story, and I'm living it, and I'm telling you this. Mm. After I go to the Pilates, I go to several meetings all around town, in the tri-state area, and I see my brothers and sisters caught up in their addiction and looking for help. They don't know I'm Wendy. They don't care I'm Wendy. Mm -hmm. There's no autographs. There's no nothing. It's the brothers and sisters caught up in the struggle, and it's been been really interesting. Um, 
this ride. Only Kevin and Kevin have known about this. Uh, not my parents. Nobody, nobody knew. Because <clears throat> I look so glamorous out here. But <laughs> after I finished my, after I finished my um, appointments, seeing my brothers and sisters and, you know, breaking bread, I am driven by my 24-hour sober coach back to a home that I live in here in the South, I mean, in the Tri-State, with um, a bunch of smelly boys who've become my family. Um, they hog the TV and watch soccer. <laughs> and we talk and read and talk and read, and then I get bored with them. <sighs> Doors locked by 10 p.m. Lights out by 10 p.m. So I go to my room and I stare at the ceiling and I fall asleep to wake up to come back here to see you. Wendy, speaking her truth yesterday on the Wendy Williams Show. Lex, thoughts? Oh, how refreshing is that? Mm -hmm. Even though that is her reality, the fact that she's just putting it out there that this is my truth, I... I bet that something like that can really keep you down. And to the fact that she took so much time off of work and now is admitting it wasn't just the Graves disease. She's has another struggle that she's right. So many people deal with addiction, whether it's themselves or a family member or friend. And I bet she's helping just a ton of people out there own their own struggle and do something about it. It's brave yeah, but- for her to do. Dawn. Yeah, I'm surprised that she revealed this much. I, yeah. I'm just so proud of her for admitting this, and I hope she feels like a huge weight that's lifted off of her shoulders. I think she needs to prepare herself for more questions that are going to come, because as a viewer, I'm like, was she high during tapings? Does she just do cocaine? Are health problems, you know, just Graves' disease? Passing out on TV, was that because she's not eating and just doing cocaine? Um do you think that her aggressive behaviors on TV is because she's on cocaine? Because that's my first thought. Like, mm. oh, wow, it makes so much sense now. You know, when people are on cocaine, they think they're invincible and a lot of things come out of their mouths. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's Ooh. still cocaine. Maybe I, I you it know what I mean? Felt, yeah. The way she was describing it, she said it, that in the past and even today I've struggled Mm-hmm. I mean, probably, yeah, it could be a relapse and also not dealing with it. A lot of people can just stop cold turkey, but it sounds like she didn't really work through the other reasons, like why she's doing it mm-hmm. and how, you know, she can deal with it in a better way. And it sounds like she's doing that. That's a, that's hard work right there. I, I have to admit that one of the first things other than just empathy and um, a bravo for sharing, because again, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I always think about, the talk shows of the nineties, they, there were a lot, a lot of them were just crap and just filling the airwaves with, you know, this person cheating on this person with your mama and all that stuff. But also uh, there was a, there's also a good thing that happened in the eighties and nineties with talk shows and it continues literally through yesterday with Wendy. And that's, we're talking about crap that we didn't talk about openly and in, in, in polite society oh, in the yeah. 50s, 60s, and 70s, and even into the 80s. And stuff like sobriety. And with Justin Bieber, you know, we were talking about him talk, uh, with his struggle with uh, mental health, especially for young people with Biebs. You didn't, young people don't. I didn't talk about mental health when I was in high school. Are you kidding me? I didn't even know what no. that was in Indiana. 
Um, but for Wendy, open, you know, being so open, and I'm glad because you know what? For her, you know, Wendy's whole brand is tell it like it is, and she'll tell it like it is with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So when you put yourself out there like that, you are you are um, you are holding yourself to a very high standard because if you're going to tell everybody else's business you, uh, daily, mm-hmm. daily. Yeah, better you better tell your own business too. And I always kind of felt like there was, as she would say, more to the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that she came. I'm and but two things. I said I had, I had two thoughts. First, I wonder why this wasn't on day one. You know why she didn't? Why oh, the why, why today? The timing's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not looking for scandal where there's no scandal. Just literally, just a curiosity. Yeah. And number two, I thought about the whole Howard Stern. Yes. Uh, Wendy situation, and I immediately thought of because Howard's on vacation this week. I thought, I wonder how he's feeling because if, if you guys don't know, there was a exchange. Howard went off on her yeah. after Wendy kind of criticized him on her show, and Howard went off. So I'm very curious of how Howard is going to address this when he returns from hiatus next next monday i i think i'm gonna bet he reached out to her that's just my bet yes i was just gonna say i feel like she's gonna be a guest on his show and they're gonna kumbaya because he was already feeling bad about how we went off on her because the audio is was deleted from his 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 website and uh, to stream it's gone so he was already feeling bad and now knowing this Mm mm-hmm yeah, don't you think there's going to be some? Maybe he'll be a guest on her show. May, no, <laughs> Howard won't do that. No, no. Howard okay. won't do that. No, I don't even know if she'll be a guest, but he will go. He'll he'll monologue this for a long time on Monday. I would I would double darn guarantee. You. Oh, yeah, we wish you the best, Wendy. Six fourteen. When we come back, uh, Dawn stayed out late last night seeing uh, Jordan Peele's new movie Us. Yes. Her review. And if we have time, Alexis is very excited for season two of a particular show. We'll tell you about both of those things when we return. Welcome back, everybody. 6.20, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1 and streaming on our app. Don't forget to download that. Really user-friendly. So easy to use. Rothfire, wherever apps are sold. Four yes. seconds away. And they're free, by the way. Yeah, free, mm-hmm. free, free. 6.21 on the dock. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Take it away, Don. Oh, I saw Us last night. This is Jordan Peele's new horror movie. Jordan Peele has managed to make us afraid of our own selves. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, no. I went home afraid of my own reflection in the mirror. (laughs) I went home afraid of my own shadow. Um, And this is probably now in my top five favorite horror movies. Really? Of all time. It is brilliant. It is magnificent and fantastic. It is very high concept. So go into it knowing that you're going to have to think a little bit. Um, Well, I'm out. (laughs) 
it, but some of the things that it brings up, it makes you question where we are right now in our country with the political divide going on. All right. Uh, It also makes you think about um, your dark self, what your highest part of yourself and who you dream to be and who you actually become in relation to this political divide. This is not a simple horror movie. Um, It makes you think about who you've become as a person, uh, what you bury inside of you can come back to haunt you. Are you, uh, you your own worst enemy? What lies beneath the surface? Can you really protect your children? Will we ever go back to a happier time? I mean, police brutality, (laughs) it goes on and on. How much do you not like yourself? I mean, there's all these triple and quadruple layers to this movie. He has worked so hard at this movie, the script. I can tell it's purposeful. Where he put the music, the images that he uses, it's filmed beautifully. And not only is it scary on a level of deep thinking like that, but... It's also like there's jump scares in there. It's really terrifying. Uh, if you don't know what the plot Are you is, tense the whole time. <laughs> you, I mean, it's just an onslaught of just being scared. It's sort of like you know when you watch like Halloween. You know, you've got or or, or Nightmare on Elm Street. You've got Freddy Krueger, those type of people mm-hmm. who are pursuing people. So you've got that element where it's just scary overall. You, you you feel like you're. I mean, they're they're pursuing them and they're being attacked by doubles. Okay, so that's the plot is this family goes on vacation and then they realize um, that there's a family outside of their house standing there. And it's it's basically their doppelgangers of themselves and what that means. I would challenge you before you go into this movie. Wait, wait, the doppelgangers are at the vacation home. Yes, they are. Yeah. So that's and, you know, that's pretty early on. I mean. They've they've revealed that in the trailer, so hopefully I'm not giving anything away. But it's basically if you were to uh, to uh, be approached by a double of yourself, how would that feel? <laughs> I mean, oh, so scary! Like, yeah, so Ooh. I would I would also uh, go into it. I can tell you a couple things to get yourself prepared for this movie and how to um, sort of have a little insight. Ooh. If you look up the Bible verse Jeremiah eleven eleven, okay, okay, do that, and okay. then also look up White Rabbits. That'll help you. I know. I mean, this is. Yeah. What do you mean look up white rabbits? Just, just what white animal? rabbits mean. You know, think about a white rabbit. What does it mean to you? Does it mean, do you think about Alice in Wonderland? Do you think, think about drugs? I mean, because white rabbits are like in the Matrix. You know, you take the pill and then you go into this world. Um, uh, you know, uh, research on humans. <laughs> it's. I know that that's really strange, but it comes into play. Um, so rabbits. Okay. uh, There, this is a, this is a great script. It's written so well. There's great backstory and the acting is unbelievable because you have to remember they're playing two people. They're playing, they're playing their dark side and their normal self. And it has a great backstory to it. They probably had to do a lot of trickery with the, because are they both, like, you see two new Lupita Nyong'os? Yes, yes, right in each other's faces. And he, I mean, there are terrifying images. This is not for kids at all. If you're even a little squirmish yourself, you might need to brace yourself before you go into this movie. It's it's terrifying. Wear a diaper? It's better than Get Out. It's like, wow. He really, he even stepped it. Oh, yeah. um, I can't say enough good things about this. 
We're talking about Up, the new one from Jordan us. Peele. Us. What did I say? Up. up. That's a Pixar movie, Jason. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, gosh. It's is so there, good. Is there a resolution? Yeah. You I do mean, feel okay. Yes and no. There's something uh-huh. that even happens at the end that's like, what? Uh-oh. The 40s. Should you fear it like you're going to fear us? <laughs> Alexis has that question when we return. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, Toy Story 4's new trailer reveals a spork-induced existential crisis. Uh, a talking spork makes Woody question everything he knows about being a toy. And last we saw Woody and Buzz and their fellow toys in 2010's Toy Story 3. Andy was headed to college, which led to an existential crisis of sort for Andy's toys. And Andy gave his beloved toys to a new child. Uh, So now in this new rendition, um, he's looking at life's purpose, duty and fidelity because of a spork named Forky. Also trending, Wendy Williams. She's been quietly focusing on her sobriety and revealed on the air Tuesday that she's been living in a sober house. Uh, Quote, you know, I've had the struggle with cocaine in the past. I never went to a place to get treatment. There are people in your family. It might be you. I want you to know more of the story. Uh, Her honesty and raw emotion has garnered thousands of words of support from celebrities and the public online on twitter we have the hashtags first day of spring and wednesday wisdom and also international day of happiness uh, we have the annual bids for kids to benefit ronald mcdonald house charities coming up tomorrow and we want you to be able to get in on that you can get all the details at mytalk1071.com you can catch mama mia at the chanhassen dinner theater from the director's suite been on a twin suite in may and john's tech will double the donation of up to fifteen hundred dollars you can join donna steve and ryan to cook at Ronald McDonald House and Burnsville Heating and Air will match their $1,500 if we sell that out. So that's coming up on the Donna and Steve show tomorrow. All the details, like I said, are at mytalk1071.com keyword kids. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com Jason and Alexis in the morning on mytalk1071. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Thanks for being here. Tomorrow's a fun day. Bids for kids. So please listen. Yes. Pay attention to whatever uh, package you may want to bid on. Some fun ones coming up tomorrow. So all mm-hmm. throughout the day, us, Don and Steve, Colleen and Bradley in three to six. All right here. <laughs> I might talk one of seven. One. Oh, Erica yes. Girardi. Last night I got to watch. Last night was a new episode of Beverly Hills. I have not watched it yet. I gotta, I gotta watch. I had girls' night last night, so I was out a little late. So I gotta watch Real Housewives when I get home. But Erica, I don't need to watch it to know that Erica Girardi, Erica Jane is one of is one of my favorite housewives. Period on any of the cities, and now I love her twelve percent more because she snapped back at an age shamer. Yeah. Another uh, attack of the Twitter monsters, the Twitter, uh, tw- uh, tw- uh, Twitter, Twitter trolls. <laughs> she, uh, this woman, I won't even say her name. This Twitter monster posted a picture of Erica with no makeup on, and in, a, in an attempt to shame her, this loser wrote, "This is the face you wear when Papa Tom cuts your allowance due to his lawsuits." Ugh. Now, if you guys don't know, I can't expect all of you to know the ins and outs of the housewives. Erica is married to a huge attorney, uh, Thomas Girardi, big, 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 big lawyer in California. Uh, Bills 
millions of dollars every year, and he's involved in some lawsuits. And there is an age difference, so there are some stereotypical jokes that he's like a sugar daddy. Even <laughs> though she's they, making her own money, she's on the Housewives. She's doesn't she have a a, a line of clothing in addition mm-hmm. to making music and having mm-hmm. merch? Well, and for being a sugar daddy, they've sure been married a very long time. So this loser can kiss her earth. But anyway, mm-hmm. so Erica responds in a beautiful way. She just she reposted it and she says, "Actually, this is me after a facial with no makeup and no, I'm not ashamed to be 47." Oh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, "Snap, snap, snippity snap," cuz you know me, I've said it four dozen times on the show. I love women in particular that redefine different ages. And obviously, I feel closer to that because we're all getting older, and as someone in their 40s, I don't want somebody else telling me how I should look or shaming me because I may have a wrinkle or two. And yeah. Um, and speaking of that, you you did you? This, this is probably going to terrify me. You read an article or something, Lex? <laughs> well, yeah. The 40s. Yeah, I mean, body shaming could easily and at any age, but yes, mm-hmm. when you're in your 40s, there's uh, perimenopause that women. Uh, go through that (laughs) there's a I was yeah reading about this woman she's kind of going through some of the symptoms of that she's like I'm not really sure what's going on and these are things that no one told you that your body would go through in your 40s I'm close to 40 I'm almost there yeah and you guys are early 40s so I was just wondering maybe if there are some other things that you guys might want to add to this list uh, including body shaming and maybe some other things but she was like I have had to google I'm pissed at my family all the time her left boob was in pain is she dying she was wondering about that she longs for complete silence she says this is a new sensitivity that she has now what since turning 40 Um, her to smell especially And she's trying to work out this, like, sensory overload, weight gain. She's got uh, some period issues going on. Uh, Jason, I know you're probably not experiencing (laughs) that. Jason, are you going through perimenopause? I actually am right now. Right now, perimenopause. I'm experiencing it today, yes. (laughs) So were there some surprising things for you that, oh, wow, I didn't realize. I mean, I remember turning 30 and I started growing hair on my big toe and I thought, that's weird. Oh, oh God. Maybe that could happen at any age, but, you know, (laughs) hair's growing in places I never expected. Well, Don, you please go first because I have an incredibly (laughs) negative view of the 40s, so I don't want to bring the party down right Uh, away. (laughs) Wow, okay. Well, my just FYI, my sisters are both nurses and not only nurses, but like labor and delivery nurse and intensive care nursery. One of my sisters works at something called the Women's Center, where they give Lamaze classes. So if anybody knows about this kind of stuff, it's my sisters. And they so, talk to you about it. And oh, they're older than you. They are. They're six and seven years older than me. And so every time I mention something, my sister <laughs> Tina's like, it's perimenopause. And I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> Just don't. Oh, I, I've always been cold or whatever. <laughs> like, I know for sure that I have a really a harder time losing weight than I used to. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've gotten cellulite for the first time in the last five years. I used to work out really hardcore and never really had a problem with it. Then when I tried to go back and just get that weight off, oh my gosh, it is 10 times harder. And I'm sure, you know, that goes from both men and women. Jason, mm-hmm. are you experiencing, I know you're working out again. It's not as easy now to lose weight as it used to be. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been miserable for four years. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah. hate the 40s. I despise yeah. it. This this bull crap that Oprah told me. Uh, <laughs> uh, this this heaping pile of donkey dung <laughs> yeah. that Oprah, I always hung on to, that Oprah, Oprah told me at her surprise 40th birthday party in 1994. She told me that the 40s were great. You're going to stop caring what people think. It's going to be great. And Patty LaBelle is going to come to your house. None of that stuff happened. None oh, with of it. some pies? It's a lie. I, it's the first time Oprah lied to me. And <laughs> I hate the 40s. I'm sorry. I just, I, 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 I'm not, I can't even sugarcoat it. Stay, Lex, if you can do it, stay in your 30s. <laughs> I don't know how you can yeah. do it, but stay in your 30s. Because those were, the, those were the best years of my life. And I have hated, I hate the 40s. I spit on you, 40s. Uh, I, I, I can't stand you. I want to set you on fire. If you were, if you were a emaciated uh, a hitchhiker on the side of the road in, in, in the desert, I would not share my water with you, 40s. I yeah. hate you. I hate everything about you. And it is, it's, it's horrible. I can't wait. For 50? I, I, I can't wait for 50. I, I just, I'm serious. I, I, it's, 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 it's horrible. It's just a time where horrible. we can just focus on going to the buffet and not care about what our body looks like anymore. Because we're in this this time period, I think, of like, uh-oh, it could be the beginning of the end, you know, of looking oh, well, cute. I mean, <laughs> right, and you want to redefine it because you see other people doing it, too. Sure. I got to tell you, I, people wonder why the beard has meant so much to me. I'm not kidding. It's the first time in four years I've actually thought I'm halfway decent looking. And oh. I, I'm serious. I hate the 40s. I hate you. I hate you, 40s. Oh, man. I can't, I can't effing stand you. I can't. I I despise you. It's Oprah lied to me. Yeah, she did. Oprah lied to me. Oh no! And, I, and I'm trying to get a hold of it, but Lex, I wish I could be. I that woman's right. I mean, I'm wait. My arm's gonna fall off probably by the end of the show. I'm. She's right. Everything. It's it sucks. <laughs> Am I going to die soon? Uh, my left breast is really tender. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I my. I'm. Hold on. My yeah. breast is tender. Is I, it? Uh oh, you might be tender. dying, James. Well, look at I me. Mean, look at January, December into January. I was sick for four months. Yeah, I, I, you know oh, what I mean. Yeah, recovery yes. too. I had a cough, and then, and then I, then I had one cough, and it sent me to the ER. Mm. I hate you, forties. I hate you. Do you feel like and, there's a kind of a sense of just this is this is it, and I'm like I'm good with it, or mentally maybe there's kind of a a shift of I either I don't you're kind of getting to the point where you don't care what others think or nope okay uh, no, that, <laughs> Not no there I yet. will say the only thing she didn't know the, uh, joking aside that I am slowly coming around to I am I am getting I had a situation over the weekend where somebody was kind of demanding that I go somewhere and I literally I said to the group. I don't want to go mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I literally said to Colin, I am sick and tired of doing things that I do not want to do. Yes. I no longer have the ability. I'm, I shouldn't say no longer. I am slowly losing the ability to say yes to appease other people. And, and, and Saturday was an, it was an example. And I'm, I'm also getting sick of, yeah, it's that's a good so thing. That's 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 a positive thing. And I and I am trying to get a grasp on 40 because I'm realizing I've had two I, I had two situations where two people around my age passed away and, and it really shook me. 
And I am trying to get a grasp because I'm like, Tika Taka, uh, it was 34 where I got a grasp of the 40s. I look at it as a stallion, like a wild horse. And I'm not joking. I get this visual in my head. I had to I had to wrangle and break that that horse. And I did the 30s around 34. And I'm trying to do it at 44. And that's why I'm uh, like I, I got my trainer back and yeah. I, I, I got an assistant to help with the the overwhelmingness of like emails and social media and, and taking that off so i'm not oh good i didn't I'm know you not, did that that's awesome yeah, i got um mm. q lex it's q my oh, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah so awesome. i have an assistant so that way i don't have that negativity i don't have nasty emails floating in my head for days so i'm i'm trying to get a grasp of the 40s but right now it sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's especially what this woman said to. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to put a punctuation mark on that conversation. Yeah. What'd you do that? Oh, there it goes. Horrible, oh. Lex. So if you can do it, Lex, stay in your face. <laughs> 643. We're going to take a stupid commercial break. We'll be back. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Well, everybody can see that she's cracking up. And surely, and who can blame her? I mean, she finds out that her daddy, Digger Barnes, is no relation at all. And her real father is a saddle tramp and a thief, and, and her mother's a whore. Uh, who could find it in their heart to hate that poor little girl? This has been a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. 648 is the time. Thanks for being here. We have uh, birthday pranks coming up in the 7 o'clock, plus uh, 7 at 7 and more. So stay right there. Plus, Lex watched Mental, San- uh, Mental Samurai on Fox. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Oh, we also, yeah, we also talked about season two of The OA. That drops on Friday. Perfect. Oh, we'll yeah, do yeah. all that coming oh. up at uh, 7.15. <laughs> right now, though, Woodstock 50. Yes. Um, it's it's uh, official. It's, oh. Why? Really? It's it's, what? It's happening. You wrote my worst nightmare. I think it's going to be your worst nightmare. I just instantly thought about you because Woodstock is celebrating its 50th anniversary. So they have a new event. It's over the weekend of August 16th. So if this uh, trips your trigger, this might be a a good time to start buying tickets or at least look into heading to New York for this because the lineup has been announced. And we know how you love live music days Mm. and music festivals. As much as I love the 40s. Right. <laughs> so Jay Z is going to perform "Dead and Company," The Killers, Imagine Dragons, Chance the Rapper, Miley Cyrus, Halsey, The Black Keys, Santana, and so many more people. There's going to be three different stages at once, and uh, you can get your tickets right now, Jace, if you'd like. I'm sorry, I'm getting my tickets. I'm, oh, I'm literally on the computer right now. Oh God, I can't think. <laughs> I can't think of something I'd rather. <laughs> well, no, I, I can. There's a couple things. But I, there's a couple things on my list, but this is one of them. I no, and it shouldn't be called Woodstock, oh, right? Wood, I mean, call it something else. Woodstock was representative mm-hmm. of a very specific time in history in pop culture, and it's you're never going to recreate that. You know, that's Woodstock was that. It's not. You can't do Woodstock Part Two. It's it's just no. 
it represented very specific things. It's you can have a tribute, but don't call it Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it's, it's 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 the same way that I feel like I'll, it's the only analogy I can use because it's the only one that I know. It's like when like Johnny Carson retired, that that show went away. I mean, yeah, Jay Leno took it over, but it that's not it's not the same show. Like Dave left, and then Colbert took over. It's not. It's really not the late show anymore. And it's right. really, you know, when Johnny left, it's not the tonight show anymore. Mm-mm. It's Leno. You know what I mean? It's yes. not that show. Johnny's show will never exist again. Just like Woodstock. Woodstock will never exist again. So it shouldn't be Woodstock 50. Yeah. It's not what it is. It's the, yeah. Yeah. The, no, absolutely agree. The other weird thing about Woodstock 50 is <laughs> that it can't be confused with people who actually want more of a Woodstock type music festival because during the same weekend at the original site mm. the Bethel Woods Music and Culture Festival will be going on. So it's kind of weird. So if you're thinking, wait, I want to have more of the traditional Woodstock, then go with the Bethel Woods Music Festival versus Woodstock 50 because Woodstock 50 is saying, yeah, we're going to take a little of the old, a little of the new. It's for everyone. All kinds of music. Come on out everybody, you'll love it. Mm. Yeah, I won't. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm, big dirty music festival outside with dirty, dirty people on drugs rolling around in mud pits. In mm. VIPs, you know, you're looking from a distance. They've got this nice tent, and yeah, and it's what? How much? Bar. Two grand? Or Easily, no. yeah. I think I lost my taste for outdoor music festivals when I went to Country Jam or. <laughs> Country, oh, that's right. Country something of in 09 or something. And I was there with my friend Kristen, and I, we had a good time. I mean, it was, again, those were my 30s, and uh, I was feeling... <laughs> yeah. Those were the happy days. Uh, I, and I'm at this festival, and we're having a good time. I'm wearing a cowboy hat, and but it was late in the day, because, you know, it's a festival, so that crap goes on all day. Ugh. So we got to end the day, and there was a group of young ladies... Um, I would I would guess in their late I mean sorry early twenties fresh freshly twenty one maybe twenty two twenty three mm. and this one young lady had the cut off jean shorts like <laughs> cut off so much that you could the pocket was exposed oh, like Spears the, the style. pocket pocket yeah oh god and yep. she's wearing her cowboy hat and she had some big old boots and she was with like four friends four or five friends. And and the one girl, the one with the cutoff Daisy Dukes and the Daisy Duke shorts, she was like blitzed, girl. She had had, she probably had one too many Bud Lights. And she's <laughs> sitting there, and I'll never forget this as long as I live. And I don't want to be crude, but this is, I literally looked at Kristen and I said, I am done. Please take me home. <laughs> oh God. Take the, the wheel. Let's are, go. <laughs> the, the friends are walking. There's like three on each side. And she, this the girl's literally in the middle. And they're walking up the hill. And I hear the girl go. Oh, 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 oh. And because we're right behind him. And I go, oh, my God. I go, she's making a noise. And she stopped. And all of the her friends aren't noticing that she stopped. She stopped squatted and proceeded to urinate like right there in front of me. Oh like, I my almost, God. I almost ran into her. Like an animal. She just stopped. <laughs> and Ugh. she's standing there like she couldn't 
care less. Like, it just doesn't matter. She was like, it was like she was standing in a bathroom or sitting in a bathroom. And she continued, and this was my friend Kristen's favorite part. She continued, she had a a strawed beverage. She had a cup with a straw. She continued to sip her beverage as she's peeing on the ground. Like, she's like, do, 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 do. And I'm standing there and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I looked at Chris and I go, take me home i'm done like never again never again (sighs) and the friends finally turned around like oh my god chrissy and there she still like peeing like sea biscuit i mean like going to town it was the long it was like the tom hanks pee and league of their own (laughs) oh my god like oh my goodness young lady like how much did you drink this evening? There's Chrissy not caring at all, still sucking on her beverage as she's just tinkling right there in the on the ground. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. some e in the background, the music's blaring. Uh-huh. There's <laughs> Garth Brooks in the background and she's like, I'm like no. I could not pee for um, about six hours because I was afraid to lose my friends. I was at the Alpine Valley Music Theater in Wisconsin for the 20th anniversary Pearl Jam concert. Big problem because there's so many people. It's like 50,000 people. Mm. And you know you're never going to find your friends again. So you just don't go. You can't get out of the crowd. It's miserable. Break that seal. I'll never do that again. (laughs) That was it for me. I agree, Jason. I've never gone back. I've never gone to a music festival after peeing Chrissy. Chrissy ruined it. And the ground. 655. Follow us on social media. Lex in the Cities. Dawn at Dark and Jason Matheson. And uh, download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers wherever apps are sold, like at True Value and stuff. We'll be right back.